Welcome to the Ask Zach Show. I'm your host, Zach Childs. I've spent the last 30 years working in the music industry here in Nashville, Tennessee, during which I've done everything from touring with major artists like Brad Paisley and Carrie Underwood to playing the nastiest dive bars or even the occasional wedding. This show is all about barreling down the rabbit hole on all things guitar and the music we love. We will cover the legendary players, gear insights, and even some interviews along the way. I hope you enjoy. To support the show, follow the links in the description to find out about my Patreon page. Or go to my store at AskZach.com to pick up a coffee mug or t-shirt. Now, let's dive in. Hello, friends, and welcome to Ask Zach. Today, we're going to talk about how Telecaster pickups die, or why Telecaster pickups die. So, uh, and the reason we're doing this is that uh, this uh, 57 Esquire that I'm playing today, uh, that's my favorite guitar, and if you want to learn more about it, there's a whole episode about how I purchased it and also the restoration of it. Uh, this guitar, the bridge pickup, uh, was almost dead when I got it, had to have it rewound. And then I got a vintage neck pickup for it, and it just died a couple days ago. And so luckily it wasn't on a gig. So I had played uh, the weekend before down in Oklahoma, and then the uh, the neck pickup died. I was I was here in my office uh, just, you know, playing on the, on the back pickup, went to the front, nothing. So... Uh, we're going to tell that story. We're going to tell why Telecaster pickups die, how they die, and uh, just things you can do, and then talk about rewinding and a little bit of the basics of uh, of how pickups are made. And again, if you want to learn more about that, you can watch my Ron Ellis, you know, kind of tour thing. But uh, yeah, so but we're going to talk about why Telecaster pickups die, how they die, and the kind of telltale signs, and maybe some things you can do to help. Uh, prolong the life of your pickup. So, all right. So while you're thinking about it, 
If you've been watching and you haven't done it yet, please subscribe. It's funny, I was looking at the analytics and uh, over 65% of the, my watchers have, are not subscribed yet. So please, if you've been enjoying the show, please hit the subscribe and the, and the bell icon. Also, if you've been watching and enjoying the show, I really appreciate you supporting the channel because that's what keeps it going. Um, there are multiple ways. The best is Patreon. So there's a, a link to that below in the description. Also, there's uh, there's merch like there's this. It's a sickness, uh, or uh, or you can or there's good old tip jar information all in the uh, description or at askzach.com. All right, let's dive in. I feel like the best place to start is just a primer on how Telecaster pickups are made, just so you can understand how delicate the whole construction of these things, you know. How, how delicate they are. So here I've got an old, uh, this is an old Seymour Duncan broadcaster pickup from, from the 80s, I believe. And this was a gift from a friend of mine who used this pickup on tons of recording sessions and TV appearances and club dates and everything in between. And uh, so this is, this is our, our model for today. So in constructing a pickup, course you have the the vulcanized fiber boards that are on the top and bottom okay then you also of course on a on a tele bridge pickup you also have this you know some type of plate on the bottom on most telecaster pickups you also have the uh, the six uh, magnets and so when the two you know when the bobbin is made you have the the upper piece the bottom piece the magnets are pressed in and then it's dipped in lacquer, okay? And that's because you can't have the magnets short out on the wire. And that's why wire has insulation on it. And that's why we get terms like we talk about enamel wire, form var, poly. Those are the insulation on the wire to keep it from shorting out, okay? So also to help things not short out the pickup before the windings are even put on, it's dipped in lacquer. Okay, so then the windings are put on. Then we get this uh, this yarn that's from like your mom's, uh, you know, uh, knitting basket, and we put it on there. And then we uh, dip it in uh, in hot wax, and that's wax potting. All right. So now on a Telecaster neck pickup, the difference is, of course, you don't have a bottom plate. And then most of the time, the pickup is only lacquer potted, and it's, la and it's lacquer potted twice. Once just the raw bobbin, and then after the, the coils are put on, sometimes it's, it's lacquer potted again. Sometimes they'll wax pot it, and uh, then, of course, the cover is put on. Okay, so now that we kind of have an understanding, and I, again, I'm going to repeat this just so you understand. The, the wire... Is, I'm not repeating this part. The wire that goes on these pickups is thinner than your hair. And that's with a coating on it. That's with either enamel, poly, or, uh, or form var on there. Okay? So let's, let's understand that. And you can't have the wire ground out on the magnet. It'll short out. Okay? So, now we have this pickup. It goes out into the wild, and what happens? Well, this bridge pickup is sitting here, and you're playing in clubs, 
and you're uh, or playing at a, at a church or recording session, all sorts of things. But especially when you're playing outdoors or you're sweating a lot in a hot club, what happens? Well, your hand sweats, your body sweats, and you get sweat on your instrument, and sweat also goes down onto the pickup. Okay? Now you think, oh, well, it's wax potted. It's been dipped in wax. Well, guess what happens to wax when it gets hot? It melts. So those times you left your guitar out in the heat or you just played a hot gig or what have you, the wax potting starts to melt off. Okay, well, let's say you have lacquer potting. So with lacquer potting, they literally take the pickup and they dip it in lacquer and pull it out. Well, guess what happens with lacquer when it gets old? It starts to flake off. And that, that lacquer, once it flakes off, well, guess what? There's no protection. So then, whether it's wax or lacquer potting, it starts to go away. It gets worn away. It gets heat, you know, heat whatever the, uh, the uh, you know, naturally occurring thing that happens, it starts wearing this away. Well, then all of a sudden, you have the raw metal. Well, then your sweat starts going, your salty sweat starts going into the raw metal, and it starts creating corrosion. And uh, you, you can't see this, but there is heavy corrosion on the high E and low E. And what that means is this pickup, though it still meters out at 8.1K, uh, it probably is in the beginning stages of you know, its, its death. So what happens is, is that that rust and the moisture starts wicking down into the, you know, down into the magnet, down into the coils, and it starts eating away at the magnet, and it also starts eating away at the coating on the wire. So whether, again, whether it's enamel, polysol, formvar, starts eating away at it. Then it starts to short out. And so what will happen at first is the pickup will eventually, in this process, it will start to sound different. And... It really gets, as, as it gets more and more shorted out, what happens is you start losing output and you start losing bass. And the pickup starts getting really thin and nasty sounding. And that's what, when, when I got my, this 57 Esquire, when I bought it down in Tuscaloosa, Alabama from the good folks at Guitar Gallery, um, the pickup was almost dead. And so it had output but uh, it had no base, and when you try to meter it, it would not meter at all, and that's because it was shorted out. All right, so that's, that's, what, that's what happens. And so eventually, so it goes to having no base to eventually it just dies and there's no output at all. And at that point, and again, one of the telltale signs, especially for a Telecaster bridge pickup, when it is, you know, dead or on its way to death is corrosion, especially on the low E string, you know, pole, because that's where you're going to get the most sweat and such going down into the pickup. And that's usually what happens. And here I'm going to have a, a brief, um, just, it's not really a rant. Uh, it's just a, it's a little bit of a pet peeve. And so I will, I take issue with guys that age pickups, not in not aging itself, but when guys start putting rust on pickups to age them, ugh. Now, if, if you're just wanting to get a little of a worn look, uh, that's one thing. But actually, you know, putting rust on a pickup, that's, 
that's like, you know, greatly shortening the lifespan of a pickup. So I really don't recommend that. Um, yeah. All right. So let's go to the neck pickup and let's talk about what happens with the neck pickup. Well, the neck pickup, you would think, well, it's, it's got a cover to it. What's happening with that? Well, again, you have this thin, you know, wire that's thinner than your hair and you have this cover and still moisture and other things happen. So you're in hu humid environments, you play, you know, you play in the rain, even though you're in a covered stage and moisture gets in there and also the lacquer potting flakes away. And so the neck pickup on this guitar, it, uh, it just died. And uh, it was, you know, it was sad because I really love the sound of that pickup, but uh, you know, it was completely dead. And of course I took it and metered it and it metered really high. And that means it's, you know, shorting out. And so what that means is that the, the, the coating on the wire has flaked off and now it is shorting out against the magnet or the cover. Or, and, and so it's, it's dead. Um, and so what I did was just like the bridge pickup on this guitar, you know, I sent it off to Ron Ellis and so Ron, you know, carefully on the bridge pickup, he, uh, he unwound it slowly, you know, so that he could kind of replicate the winding pattern because of course there's, you know, there's scatter wound, there's, you know, regular, there's machine wound and there's kind of, there's the winding method of kind of going straight across the bobbin and straight across. And then there's like scatter winding where you're kind of jumping around. Think about spooling up you know, a, a water hose or something like that, you know, when those cranks, it's like, you know, you could, you could do it across neatly or you could do it real messy like, and uh, sometimes the messy like is the, uh, is the best sound. But uh, regardless, you know, he looked at that and he rewound it and the pickup sounds great. So when I got the 55 or 54 neck pickup that uh, from, from Dan Strain and it had the original wines on it and these are, you know, 60 year old, um, you know, wines on there, uh, hair-like wire, I knew that I was probably going to have to get it rewound in my lifetime. Um, but I, I hoped it was going to last a little longer, but it didn't and it's fine. So I've sent that pickup off to, to Ron. And, uh, so who knows? I mean, you know, I could have been, you know, playing someplace or there's, you know, the lacquer, you know, potting, probably eventually just flaked off and then it decided to, uh, you know, short out. And it's just funny how, you know, it's working fine. And then all of a sudden it's gone, it's dead. So, uh, it's off with Ron. And so the pickup that's in here now is, uh, is a Ron Ellis, uh, new tall. Uh, and that's what was in the guitar, uh, when I initially, uh, put, you know, restored this. And then of course I put that 55 in there, but anyway, it's, this pickup sounds great. It's much more stratty sounding than, uh, than the 55, of course. So, and that's what that's supposed to sound like. So what can you do to prevent your pickup dying? Well, in some ways there's not much, um, you know, because there, there's just a certain amount of wear and tear on a guitar that you're actually playing and gigging with. The things that you can do are try not to leave your your guitar out in a hot car, just like you wouldn't on an acoustic guitar or something like that. Because again, you, know, you just don't want to have your guitar in you know 100 degree plus you know weather, or you, you just know that you're 
you know, you're putting some wear and tear on your on your instrument whenever you're in really hot environments where, where that wax potting is going to melt. Um, also, if you play in a very humid area, if your guitar gets soaked with water or something like that, then I would definitely leave the instrument out of its case and, uh, and try to let it dry out well, in, including in, internally. So, but there's really just this degree to which uh, if you have a Telecaster for a long period of time, the pickups are gonna die. If you use it, if you play it out. And so many of the guitars that, you know, the old Telecasters, especially ones that are played a lot, well, most of the time they've the pickups have been rewound and perhaps multiple times. And some guys are, you know, are you know, are open about it. Like Jim Campolongo. You know, he has that 59 top loader that he's played for years and he open openly admits that he had Seymour Duncan rewind the pickups cuz they died. But some guys, you know, don't don't talk about it and that's that's their business. But let's just say those black guards and old 50s tellies that you see, you know, out on the road being played regularly, and especially ones that have been played regularly for an artist's entire career, well, then I would say absolutely those pickups have probably been rewound and perhaps multiple times. And that's just what happens when you have Telecaster pickups that are being played in, in concert and they're playing in different environments. Well, guess what? That lacquer potting flakes away. The wax potting melts. The, the thin coating on the wire shorts out. And all of a sudden, you have a dead pickup. Now, there are times, of course, when uh, it's, it's actually just like a, a bad solder joint or something on, you know, on, the, on the pickup. Or maybe you could have had a bad solder joint onto the switch or something like that. And, you know, of course, you, you need to check for that with, with a meter, you know, both at the ends of the pickup and then also you know right on the pickup itself but uh yeah those uh unfortunately those those are more rare so so i hope uh i hope this this is this is helpful then if your pickup dies well get it rewound it's not a big deal so then it just depends on how old the pickup is, how vintage it is or whatever that, you know, depending on how picky you're going to get with your re rewinder. So if you have a 50s or 60s, you know, tele pickup that's died, then you want to be picky and you might want to get Ron Ellis or Jim Rolfe or Lindy Fralin or a handful of guys. Basically, anyone that is good at winding pickups can do a rewind. Now, I will say that there is a certain amount of, of you know, of work that's involved that's kind of in a, that's different than just winding a pickup, you know, a brand new pickup. So when a pickup has to be rewound, it basically has to be disassembled and everything has to be cleaned, all the rust. So they have to take a steel brush and they really have to, to clean it well. They have to get all the corrosion off, re-dip it in lacquer, of course, carefully rewind it, if it's a bridge pickup, they put your mama's, you know, yarn around it, and then they dip it in either a clear wax or black wax, uh, depending on uh, what era pickup you have. And of course, they'll uh, usually put new uh, new leads on it when uh, when a pickup is rewound. So, but it's definitely worth doing. And uh, and and don't think of this as some reason of like, oh, I have to uh, not play my guitar because the bridge pickup might die. Well. Guess what? The bridge pickup is going to die anyway at some point, unless you keep it in a you know humidity controlled glass case. So enjoy your guitar, 
And when your pickup dies, go get it rewound. Or if it's not an expensive pickup, you know, buy another one. Or if it's by, you know, the maker is still around, get him to rewind it. You know, maybe there's a warranty on it or something. So, all right. Well, I hope you guys have enjoyed today's episode. And, uh, and I hope you, uh, you know, have learned that, uh, you know, especially, and all pickups kind of suffer from this to a degree, but it just seems like Telecaster pickups are some of the worst for some reason. And I think it's just the fact that, uh, you know, the, even the Strat has the, the plastic cover over the top. And so you still have some tel- some Strat pickups that die, but something about Telecaster bridge pickups are really off and the neck pickups too, for some reason, even though they've got the metal cover. Uh, yeah, that applies to all sorts of pickups. So, all right, guys, I hope you've enjoyed today's episode and I'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the Ask Zach podcast. If you want to dive deeper, check out my website, askzach.com, to find more articles and further info on each episode. And remember, it is the support from you, the listener, that keeps the show going. Thank you, friends.